Hi, I'm Kezia. I'm a stroke survivor and member of BIND. And hi, I'm Carrie, a stroke survivor and also a member of BIND. And today we would like to welcome our guest, Michael. Michael has been an active member of BIND since we were in the original building across the street. Um, he takes, he drives, comes in consistently from McKinney all the way to Plano. So he's very dedicated to coming and working on his everlasting recovery. But what we're really excited about is Michael has joined the podcast team as one of our writers. But today we're just going to get to know a little bit about Michael. So just to start us off, just tell us a little bit about yourself, Michael. Hello. I'm originally from Oklahoma. I uh, have one sister. And before I suffered my stroke, I knew absolutely nothing about strokes. Everything I thought I knew was wrong. Everything you thought you knew was wrong? Yeah. Oh, okay. I get what you mean. Like, <laughs> seriously, I actually didn't even think I had a thought about it. I think I didn't know about it. But can you take like a couple minutes and like let us know about what your life was like before the stroke? Uh, I was working as a... Licensed A&P sheet metal mechanic at Tinker Air Force Base. I had been out there for, I think it was 11 or 12 years. And just went to work one Friday and had already made plans to come down to see my mom and dad after I got off. And at some point, I suffered the stroke it was on a Friday? Yes. Yeah, wow. Um, I, mine was on a Monday, so Friday, Ooh. Monday. <laughs> um, so when you were at work, did you have, like, symptoms, or, like, what was your day like on a Friday? Um, I don't really recall any s symptoms. The one thing that, that did stick in my mind was um, I remember our restroom was up a flight of stairs and I was going to the restroom and I caught the toe of my boot on the step and just brushed it off as it wasn't I wasn't paying attention I didn't fall or anything but I don't remember <clears throat> I don't remember losing the use of my arm yeah or anything so I I didn't I didn't know that I was suffering a stroke or had suffered a stroke. All right, didn't you say that when you got home like your dad mentioned it? Like he thought yes. you were talking funny or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds like kind of similar to like my Monday. I don't remember anything, so, yeah, and I also, that's the part that I remember, too, like, I was going down the stairs, you were going up the stairs, oh, I was going yeah. down <laughs> the stairs, and, yeah, it was just crazy, huh? Well, and I know, Michael, you didn't go to the hospital right away, didn't you? No. Yeah. Check it was, so, like, like I said, I'm not sure what, what time Friday, but I'm pretty sure it was sometime Friday, and... I made it to my mom and dad's and ended up going to sleep Friday night. And then when I woke up Saturday, I knew something was very wrong. And so they ended up taking me to the ER at Baylor McKinney. 
And I don't recall what test it was, but the first test they ran, they were like, oh, yes, you've, you've had a stroke. Interesting. Interesting. So um, do you do you feel like anything that now you know, like obviously now we know a lot about brain injury survivors and then also this, the symptoms and, you know, people like us, the three of us have had a stroke. So now that you know more about it, is there anything different that you would have done you know, now that you would have done that the Friday or the Saturday? Um, or even after, you know? Here are maybe things you would recommend to other people that think they might be suffering a stroke. I mean, I can't really think of anything except maybe if... You do recognize the symptoms and you think you may be having a stroke. Probably don't don't wait. Go ahead and go to the ER and have them run run the test and find out for sure. Yep. Yeah, I think that's the main thing to do, right? Like we talk about it on this podcast and I hope a lot of listeners don't get like tired of us seeing like, see, this is what we learned today. <laughs> this is the new stuff that we learned today. Like you know, there's a lot of things that we learn here at Bind, and I hope our listeners are learning through Bind Waves. But they're just, the symptoms are key. Like, you know, maybe your dad had recognized it. You know, like, I think that me looking back on the, my Monday, I probably should have shared more of my feelings and what I was feeling to other people, and then maybe they would have, you know, helped me out a little bit more. So I definitely agree with that. But, yeah, I think your story is, like, difficult to share and I really thank you for being vulnerable to Carrie and I even though we've known you for a couple years now (laughs) but also like on a podcast right talking knowing that other people are going to hear about it um so let's move forward to more exciting things one of them is the next step like how was your recovery and I know Carrie knows a lot about Pate but how was it um Pate was it was I thought it was good I uh when I first, they had me, they kept me in Baylor McKinney for, I think it was the Wednesday after I had suffered the stroke. So about half a week. Oh, wow, that's quick. And uh, then they transferred me to inpatient VR Frisco. And I spent a, right out of the month in inpatient and the funny thing about that is I remember them telling me, now, you know, don't try to get up and go to the restroom or anything to call a nurse. Yeah. And I was like, what are y'all talking about? I can get up. I can walk to the restroom. I don't need a nurse. And so at some point I, I did, and I feel. So they were... They weren't too happy with me. <laughs> Did you have to get a, um alarm on your bed? I know I had to get an alarm on my bed because I was stubborn and wanted to get up too. I don't know if, if they put an alarm on it, but I think I was labeled a fall risk. Yeah, so is that like the most like major effect that having a stroke had on you was like your balance? And I, I, I think Carrie and I have like a little bit more deep down like 
knowledge about who you are, but I think it's really important to share it over the podcast because people don't know you. So, yeah. like, what are some like some what are some effects that the stroke had like from before and after, or like that you really had to go through recovery for? Um, I would say probably for me the hardest side effect or whatever you want to call it of the stroke was losing the use of my left arm and hand. Okay. Because my niece and nephew were still small at the time. And I used to, whenever I would see them, they would run and just jump in my arms. So I really, that upset me. I really missed that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big change. Yeah, that really is. Especially as an uncle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you end up being the favorite of the family, <clears throat> you know, more than a daddy. So, yeah, I could see that how that was really difficult. Now, when you, did you go to Pate and Anna? Yes. So, did you actually live out there in Anna? No. Okay. So, you just went I was like, outpatient? In day neuro program. Okay. They would come pick me up every morning at. I guess about eight or maybe a little bit after, because the date was from nine to three, I believe. And they would drive me out to paid, and then they would bring me home at the end of the day. Oh my God, and how was that? At, at the very first, I got, I got car sick, something horrible. I couldn't ride from my parents' house to the end of the block to the stop sign without getting sick. Wow. And my mom, even, I don't know how she found it, but she eventually found an over-the-counter medicine that I believe was intended for pregnant women. Interesting. But it, it stopped my car sickness, so I took it. <laughs> yeah, did it help? Yes. Okay, that's really good. I think that these are all little things that a lot of our members, our members and listeners and followers and friends haven't really heard about. So thank you so much for sharing yeah. that right now. And I do just want to spend like a little tiny couple seconds to remind <laughs> all of our listeners to make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, um, especially here on Spotify, um, Google, whatever, 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 your favorite <laughs> way to listen to our voices see us on YouTube and also follow us on your social media platforms, especially Instagram at thebind.org and bindwaves. And also, so Michael, um, like I said, I know you've been with um, Bind for several years now. Um, yes. How did you hear about Bind? I heard about Bind through one of my, one or more of my counselors at Pate. And they encouraged me to, um, apply and so I did and I believe it was Carl that returned my call and I'm not gonna lie first I would get his voicemails and <laughs> I wouldn't return them because <laughs> I was like I don't I don't want any more therapy at the time I was just feeling sorry for myself and was like I just want to sit at home and watch TV for a while. Yeah. So, luckily for me, Carl 
was persistent and <laughs> kept calling and kept calling. And I finally think he ended up getting my mom's number somehow <laughs> and called her. And that's how I think I ended up coming. I was told that I would go down for a half a day for a visit just to see what it was about. So I agreed to that. And that was probably in the springtime of 2016. Yeah. Wow. So almost coming up on eight years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So clearly you must have really liked Bind <laughs> for coming back and sticking to us and coming continuously, right? Yes. Like what has Bind done for you to like change your life, you know, from wanting to sit on a couch to like being here, you know, multiple times during the week? Like what has it changed your life? Bind for me was um, basically, I guess you, for lack of a better word, you could say a lifeline. I couldn't live by, my, by myself at the time, so I couldn't go back to Oklahoma. So I had to move in with my mom and dad. They lived in McKinney. And so I didn't know anybody down here in Texas except for them and my sister and her family. So through Bind, I got to meet some really great people and became friends with them and just provided me with a social um, outlet. Right, and I know you said you didn't think you wanted to come here because you didn't need any more um, therapy. But yeah. what did you? What have you found that's different about Bind and art therapy as opposed to paint and therapy? It's not really the same kind of therapy. Yeah, Bind is, I guess. You could, I would say, maybe bind is like functional therapy, whereas paint is more traditional therapy. So I was kind of able to see more of a purpose in what I do here at bind than I was in traditional right. therapy. And what got you interested in? being a part of our little team here at Bind Waves. I mean, we're really glad you ha you are. But. Um, just decided that I should step up and oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Just um, take a bigger role. Yeah. And coming down here and what I do while I'm down here. I also heard something. I also heard something. And I'm hoping it's okay with you for me to share to listeners. But you used to come on a Wednesday and now you want to come on a Thursday. You prefer doing the writing instead of cooking? 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, see? That's why you changed it. You were like, mm. I need to write. You know, that's something that I can actually do that I like to do. And I'm making my decision to write instead of cook, which is also my decision, too. I would have done the same thing. I do not like cooking. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah. me either. Mm-mm. Nope. So we won't have any cooking shows on our <laughs> podcast. Yep, not on the podcast. Not, not going to happen. Nope. Okay. Well, I do want to um, ask you something else. So our okay. listeners are mostly people that are brain injury survivors or caregivers or even our members of BIND. And we do have a new location in Fort Worth. So maybe people don't know you, right? So what would you give as an advice to someone that you might not know but is a, has some kind of history with a brain injury or a stroke? What would you give as an advice? Um, my advice would be to... Try to keep an open mind and listen to people that are trying to give you advice about what you need to do. Right. Yeah, Thank you. I, I think that's probably pretty good advice, you know. And Thank again, you. if if you feel like something's funny, I know I say it. I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you feel like something's a little off or a little funny, like Michael said earlier, go ahead and just go to the hospital and get it checked out. Because, you know, the worst thing that can happen is they go, oh, no, you're fine, go home. You know, <laughs> wouldn't we all be happy if that was the case? But yep. Well, Michael, I really want to thank you for doing this with us. I really hope that you enjoy it. And I'm hoping that all of our listeners know that the descriptions of every episode moving forward are from our writers that are BIND members, brain injury survivors. Um, So I think that's really cool that you're going to be the first one that people get to know a little bit more. So thank you so much for coming, Michael. You're welcome. Yes, thank you very much, Michael. And for for all of our listeners, again, if you would like to contact us, you can email us at bindwaves at thebind.org. Follow us on Instagram, again, at bindwaves. And you can visit our website, thebind.org slash bindwaves. Imagine that. (laughs) And I'm going to repeat it because it's really important. Do not forget to like, share, subscribe to your favorite platform and also to hit notify if you are into YouTube, which I hope you all are because you can see our faces, um, to make sure to uh, subscribe to our podcast. So, bindwaves. And again, every Thursday is when we do our best to post our podcasts. So thank you again. You can find all of the episodes again on any of your, whatever platform you prefer streaming on. And we um, look forward to seeing you next time. Until next time. Until next time. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Bind Waves and continue to support Bind and our nonprofit mission. We support brain injury survivors as they reconnect into the life, the community, and their workplace. And we couldn't do that without great listeners like you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Continue watching. Until next time. Until next time.